let's bring in our first guest. Uh, she's one of the pioneers in live streaming to social media, was a star on Blab with a daily show that then became a several times a week show. And then from there, she went on to Facebook Live and started Facebook Live's first variety show and uh, wrote probably the, the best book for getting started live streaming. Uh, the rest of the accomplishments, I, I just don't want her to get like too big an ego. So we'll start there. Welcome, Jennifer Quinn. Great to have you on Livestream Deals. Oh my gosh, that was a great intro. I'm so glad you stopped. That was excellent. That was amazing. I'm so happy and honored and grateful to be on your first LinkedIn live show. We go back a ways, Ross. We do. So that was the fall of 2015. Um, I had started Livestream Universe about a month and a half earlier and wasn't actually planning on doing any live streaming. Mm. I was just going to kind of cover. I was going to be like the media for live streaming. And then I called into a couple shows and got a little bit of a taste of it and said, maybe I should do a show. Oh, I'm so and glad you did. I, I guess I've done a few lives since then, but... <laughs> But you were my first guest. I reached out to you to, to come on the show. It was uh, November 23rd, 2015. And you said, yes, you had no idea. I don't think who I was or what I you had no idea that I had a background in radio. So it, you, you didn't know what it was going to be like or what you were in for. And um, it, it came out to be a pretty good time. And uh, we've been doing shows ever since i think you've been a guest on probably three or four times at least on on my shows i know i've been on uh your variety show on facebook live when you were doing that so uh welcome back i mean it's great to talk to you how have you been thank you so much so, uh, so i've been good how about you know uh, actually no it was last night i watched that first show that that when i was a guest on your first show and it was like i think i had a smile on my face the whole time because not only was it so fun, but it was such a great, uh, you know, walk down memory lane from that point to now. And uh, just, it's like watching your live streaming life flash before your eyes. I was just like, dang, what a great journey this has been. And it's been so awesome to share it with you. Um, and you have still, even though, even though you are a broadcaster, you still have done a great job at, you know, shining the light on everyone in, in the live streaming community. And so you still do what your original thing was, but you just right. added to it. Well, and, and coming from radio, um, the whole visual side of this uh, was new to me. And that was the, really one of the first times that I was on a webcam. And I think that's the most striking thing. If you look back at the video or the picture, I'm kind of sitting in the dark. And I think I'm a little bit sitting in the dark here just for old time's sake. That might be a little better. Uh, but I'm sitting in the dark. I have no background. I don't think I'm looking at the camera at all. Uh, and I'm using the built-in webcam in my computer. I've got a USB mic plugged in. Uh, but it goes to show for people who think, you know, because I've gotten to know the technology. And let me tell you, when you work in radio, you don't have to know the technology. There are people who are hired to do that. You sit down and you do your thing. Uh, but so I've learned the technology over time, but it shows that um, it's really about the conversation first and foremost. And then you can always level up the technology as you go along. Uh, but all the technology in the world won't do you any good if the show isn't good, right? <laughs> 
Absolutely, 100%. And just for the record, you, you, it wasn't as bad as you described. I just want to let people know that right now. <laughs> but mine was as bad, was 10 times worse than what you described, my very first show on Blab. And um, I keep it and I show it because exactly what you just said. I want people to know that you start where you are with what you have and you create good content. And you know what? You'll get better as you go. One of the best pieces of advice that I received when I started live streaming, it was on Periscope. And I don't know if you remember a, a guy named Dave Shrine. He he was like way ahead of me, probably like two months, right, ahead of me. And so, but one, one of the things he said in his broadcast was, your first 100 Periscope broadcasts, or what we used to call scopes, are going to suck. So just hurry and get those out of the way, because that's your learning curve, right? And so, uh, it really helped me a lot. And, and then what was kind of cool was in New York City at the first Periscope Summit, he was there and it just happened to be my hundredth broadcast. So I said, hey, Dave, will you do the hundredth broadcast with me? You know, cause that advice right. just got me through. Um, and so, and so now, you know what though, Ross, you do have to start where you are with what you have, no right. question. There are a few tips and tricks though, that you don't have to learn the hard way because people like you and me are here to teach. Well, fortunately, you wrote a book about it. The book is called Leverage Live Streaming to Build Your Brand. Uh, start, Master, and Monetize Live Video with Insider Tips and Tricks. Uh, the forward's written by Brian Kramer. You got other live streamers. Can't remember who, but you got some other live streamers to contribute. What are some of the things for people just starting out, uh, particularly if they're starting out on the mobile side? I don't yeah. know how much mobile you did when you started out, but I basically went right to uh, laptop, desktop, and uh, it took me a while uh, before I started doing mobile stuff. I, I do mobile stuff when it's required, but I, I like I've always liked. But, but but for a lot of people, starting with with mobile is is the best option. Talk about you know how you recommend people go about doing that. Yeah, well, I actually was exact opposite. I started mobile um, on Periscope because it, it was only a mobile app, and so um, and then with Blab, that's where you know I started doing things like studio and software and lighting and all that. But I have broken it down. And it is in the book, but I'm going to share it with you now. Um, so there's four things to pay attention to when you're doing any live streaming or any video creation. Um, but since you asked me to talk about mobile, I will I will go there specifically. So it's the acronym is LAVS. Hmm. LAVS. Okay. So I bet you can guess what the L is. Live. Ooh, that's a good one, but no, it's lighting. You lighting. gotta send it to your lighting. So the great news is you don't have to go out and spend hundreds of dollars on studio lighting. You really don't even have to go and get a clip-on ring on your phone, a light ring or a diva ring light. All you have to do is sit in front of a window because daylight is amazing lighting. Um, and so what I recommend when I'm working with my clients is let's position yourself, whether you're on, oh, I'm, I'm trying to stick with mobile, but whether you're on desktop or mobile, make sure that the, the daylight is coming in on your face. Now, if it's too bright and you look super washed out, then just pull the curtain or pull a shear or something to act as a diffuser. Uh, and so that's gonna be really great lighting. Hmm. Easy, right? Yeah, and you don't have to stick to to uh, mobile, I mean, pretty much the same okay. principles right. apply, right? Stable okay. video lighting. Talk about and anything else you would recommend for people starting out. 
Well, yeah. So let's go down the laps. So sure. we've got the lighting and then the audio. The audio is so important. And Ross, you actually were a contributor in my book and you talk a lot about the uh, different things for technology. And, and, and you actually, I think, said in the book that audio is more important than video. Am I right? Well, what else was I going to do? I was sitting in the dark doing my broadcast on a built-in <laughs> webcam. No, but I, I do believe I do believe truly for yeah. this type of show, yeah. audio is the most important part of your live video because if the video goes out, people can still get the content. But if okay. the audio goes out, there's nothing but this. Well, that's a great point. And also a lot of people are listening while they're doing other things. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so um, for audio, if you're using a mobile device and you're in a quiet uh, area <laughs> or, you know, quiet <laughs> location, then if your mobile device is within one to three feet of you, especially I want to make sure that we're uh, qualifying a mobile device, it should be uh, in the last few years, whether it's Droid or, or iPhone, it doesn't matter, but something within the last few years, because the technology really has kept up with, with the demand for video creation and live streaming. And so if you're in a quiet place and you're between one to three feet of your mobile device, you should be fine just talking, just doing your, your thing. Um, let's say you're in a little bit of a noisy place or your phone is farther away. Well, then you'll need some audio, you know, equipment. You can start with just the earbuds that came with your phone. Start mm. there. AirPods are pretty great most of the time. I've heard them once in a while. They're not so great. Um, but then you can also, if you want to, you can buy different, uh, you know, audio uh, mobile mics for your audio. I have the Samsung, you know, Bluetooth. Is it, my gosh, I don't even know. The Samsung, uh, is it, it's the Bluetooth, right? Because it just hooks onto the back and then I just get to walk around. It's the wireless mobile lab. Go or something like that. What? It's like a mobile go mic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. And I love it. And I have two of them so that if I'm out and about and I want to, you know, do a quick interview with somebody, then we each get a good mic and it's good. But um, so that's audio. Now, if you're on your desktop or laptop, you can just get a super uh, inexpensive USB mic. Um, that works really great. Like really, like it's amazing right. how, how much. Uh, we both started out with the, uh, I think we both started out with the Audio-Technica 2100. I used the ATR 2100 for that first show, but after a few shows, I returned it and I got the Samson Q2U. Okay. Uh, which, I mean, they're, they're very similar mics. They just sound a little bit different. And I thought Samson was, I, I took a chance on it. I really didn't know anything about either one, to be honest. Um, and I liked it. I mean, I used that. That mic was $49 and yep. it plugs in USB. So I didn't need any other gear. You can get a very inexpensive boom arm to hold it. And, you know, for, for under $70, you're pretty much ready to go. And I did almost all my, my shows with that mic for, I don't know, two years, two and a half years. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, till, till at least early 2018, when I, I got this mic and then, you know, I got an audio interface and a stronger boom arm and all sure, that. Stuff. Sure. But uh, before that, I was doing everything on a, a $49 mic. And you could tell the difference if I went from this one to that one, but not that much. Right. And and you really after a certain point, it's it's about you and it's about yeah. very, very small changes. I 100% agree. I had because the average viewer 
isn't dialed in to listening to that, you know, variance as much as we are, right? Because right. we just keep hearing, we, that's what we do. We obsess over it. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so there's the lighting and the audio, and then V is for video. Again, if you're using a recent model phone, it's amazing how the technology has kept up. It has kept up much better than the uh, built-in webcams you know, on your, on a new laptop or, or what have you. And so, um, yeah, you're going to be golden. I do want to share this tip though, because it is pretty important. Make sure before you go live, you clean your lenses, right? Mm -hmm. You clean your lenses. Um, and so what do, you use to, what do you use to clean it? Well, if I have it handy, I use a little microfiber thing. If I don't, then I use a t-shirt or whatever's <laughs> there. Like. Okay. So I'm not hurting myself too badly if I use <laughs> <laughs> You're on the go, man. You got to get things, <laughs> things done. Um, and then for the, uh, you know, if you're using your desktop or laptop, then go ahead and just buy, again, a very affordable um, uh, Logitech USB webcam that has also kept up with the, the demand for right. uh, high definition. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, you were talking about uh, mobile phones, and it, it's amazing. Since I, I, I moved over to iPhone, I think for the iPhone 7, and now I have an iPhone 10 something. Um, it's amazing, and I'm kind of picky on the audio. It's amazing how good the audio is just Ew. with the built in mic. Like, if you have nothing else, you could go live with your phone. And it's amazing how good the video is. Uh, because I, I was doing a video for mobile and I was sort of sitting, but I angled it a little, I, I used my phone instead of, and, and somebody thought like I had a new set or a new, because the, the camera is better than a webcam in, in a lot of ways. Yep. The camera from your phone is really, really good. Absolutely. No, I completely agree with you. And now are you going to, after the show, are you going to give people links to the stuff we're talking about? Sure. If you'd like okay. me to. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be cool rather than because now, you know, they're, I probably should have said that. You sure, know, five sure. Ago. But yeah, just give people links so that they know how to find it. And then, so S, guess what S stands for? Sing. <laughs> Ironically, no. <laughs> smile? Um, smile. Ooh, that's a good one too. No, you said it a minute ago, but it, it's stability. Stability. Yeah. Back in the back in the you know beginning and back in 2015 when we were all live streaming from our mobile device, uh, the the viewers were much more tolerant. But now we have sophisticated consumers who are looking at our content, and so we want to make sure that unless like Gary V can rock it, he can rock the crazy. But unless it's in alignment with your brand, and and I work with professionals and I coach them, so I'm like. Typically speaking, if we want to establish authority and credibility, the majority of your live streams need to need to completely uh, demonstrate that within the first five to seven seconds. And a stable phone, I mean, a, a shaky phone is not going to do that, right? Don't give viewers a reason to say, can I trust this person, right? So, you, so it, all of it works together. And so stability, you can get a very inexpensive, uh, tripod on um, Amazon. I like the selfie stick tripod for my mobile go kit. Right. But if you don't have that, you can use boxes, you can use books, you can set something up so that it's stable. And another thing that's really important is 
as you're setting that up, make sure that the lens of the camera is eye level. Mm. This is, I think, one of the biggest mistakes I see most live, live streamers make. And the reason for that is you're, you're going live to build the no like and trust factor. And the way that we are wired, hardwired as humans to connect is eye to eyeball to eyeball. So the next best thing to being there is digital eyeball to digital eyeball. So you wanna make sure that it's eye level and that as much as possible, you're looking into the lens so that you can make that connection and the person can feel like you're really speaking with them. Well, if you think this is good, you've got to check out the book because there's a lot more great tips that'll take you from really getting started all the way to to doing a, a professional level live stream broadcast. It's called Leverage Live Streaming to Build Your Brand. Uh, we're talking with Jennifer Quinn coming up in a little bit. We're going to talk to Dan Courier of Creator Fundamentals. Let's shift gears a little bit because Live streaming did more for you than just help your business or get you known. You really credited it with transforming your life in a lot of ways. Can you talk about the impact that, that live streaming and being part of the community and doing shows and interviewing people and all the different things you've done uh, made, a, made an impact on your life that probably people wouldn't, wouldn't know about? Yeah, well, honestly every single area of my life from business to personal to physical to social to uh, just broadening my horizons really so the cool part about live streaming is everyone from all over the world can do it and back in 2015 when periscope started uh you know we were connecting with people in all different industries all different cultures all different societies and it was a level playing field Truly, it was. And so when we all joined, it was, I think it was September in 2015. So think of how quickly that happened. It was, the app only came out in March of 2015. And then in September of 2015, people came in from all over the world, people who will, I can't think of any other tie that would have brought us all together, mm -hmm. right? And so then from there, it, it was the way it was described, it was like a, a summer camp reunion or something because we had gotten to know each other so much by watching each other's broadcasts. And so from there, it was it was it kind of exploded to opportunities, uh, you know, speaking opportunities and seeing opportunities, um, collaborations and then, of right. course, friendships like friendships. Right. And so if we follow that line, my journey to, to answer your question, um, one thing led to another, led to another, and I was invited around the um, country to MC events from people that I met through Periscope or mm -hmm. um, do a workshop on you know, uh, live streaming. So at one of these events, it was in Las Vegas and it was, um, it was in, I believe it was June of 2016. And so, so just to give you a little backstory, I've always been uh, struggled with my weight, like a lot. And the, in January of 2015, I stepped on the scale at the doctor's office. I finally had enough, enough courage. Mostly it wasn't courage. Mostly it was, I felt horrible and I didn't know what to do. So I stepped on the scale and I weighed 308 pounds. And he gave me a diagnosis that put me on the right path, but I could only get so far by myself. So I, I did lose 70 pounds on my own, but at 308, there's still a little ways to go. 
So at one of the events that I was emceeing, I met a personal trainer there named Glenn Dawson. And, and when he and I spoke after the event on the phone, he was saying stuff I'd never heard before. Now, I would have never met him had I not started live streaming. And because of that connection, I ended up like two years ago in July, I hit the goal of hitting half, uh, half I lost half my body weight. And more importantly, I reversed uh, some health conditions that I had been struggling with that took me to the doctor in the first place. And so, um, you know, uh, opportunities locally even, uh, you know, was because of live streaming. I was recognized as one of the uh, Idaho Business Review Women of the Year of 2019 because of what I've done in live streaming. And so I really could go on and on, but I think you kind of get the gist. Yeah. And I mean, even when you started out, your show took off like right away. I mean, you were selected the queen of Blab in that award ceremony at the end of 2015. Blab was a platform that's not been around for a while, but it's kind of where so many of us who, mm -hmm. who have been active live streaming met and connected and were on each other's shows. And um, it, it's kind of amazing out of that community how many people have um stuck with it in other in other on other platforms uh learned some lessons from the demise of that platform and uh probably have gotten better because i think what you find when you go to other platforms is you need to bring an audience with you so you have to start thinking about how do i build an audience how do i build a community how do i create content that people are willing to uh see on any platform rather than relying on that built-in discovery that, that Blab had. Yeah, I totally agree. And even now, just listening to you talk about it and thinking back, um, you know, there's, there's some collaborations that are happening with people that I met back then that we lost touch, but because of the connection. But here's the cool thing that I love about the live streaming community, and that is it, at least my experience of it, is it's very inclusive. So if someone wants to jump onto live streaming right now, we're your biggest cheerleaders. We're over there saying, yes, yes, do it, do it, do it. You know, it's fun. You know, what do you need help with? And if you've got a tech question, if you've got a, how do I structure my content? If you've got, you know, when should I go live? All those questions, um, you know, we, we, like, I, tell me if you disagree, but I feel like everybody's really willing to just jump in. It sounds like I said willy nilly, but I didn't really willing to really jump willy. in really willy really really <laughs> willing to just jump in and you know give you all the support and all the answers that you need what's next for you what are you planning on doing with live streaming next well i have season five of the jenny q show uh and i'm 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 pretty i'm pretty sold on facebook i just love facebook so i'm doing that um i also have a podcast that will be coming out and i actually have two ideas so i'm not sure which i'm going to launch first so i'll keep that under under wraps for a minute oh share um, with the community we can vote and let you know <laughs> well break news right here on on live stream deals <laughs> don't get me wrong it's tempting to go ahead and do that but i'm i'm gonna hold i'm gonna hold it back but, um yeah probably and choice. what probably a wise choice yeah but I definitely continue doing the coaching i love doing one-on-one -on -one coaching with professionals lawyers, doctors, CPAs. Um, it's just kind of where I feel super comfortable uh, helping. And so, um, yeah. And some other collaborations that are in the works that, you know, until I've got a signed contract, you know. 
Right, right. No, that's that's great. Um, what else uh, do you find that besides live streaming, you said you're going to get into podcasting. Um, what other types of media do you do online besides uh, live streaming and podcasting? Do you do a lot of social media still? Do you uh, do anything with uh, YouTube or other platforms like that? Gosh, can I tell you a YouTube story? Sure. We've got a YouTuber coming up in a few minutes. Good. <laughs> now, now's the time before he starts listening. Because he can make fun of me through his whole segment. When YouTube came out. Yes. I either, if I didn't say it out loud, I said it to myself very loudly. But I said, what a dumb idea. Like, who wants to sit there and watch other people's home videos? That's never going to go anywhere. Oh, and by the way, I'm never going to be on video. So that's not for me. <laughs> so yeah, Ross, I really should finally hop into YouTube, but no, uh, I, I mean, I do want to for sure, but there's so many things to do, you know, and, and maybe that could be a, um, you know, a little tip for people, pick what you love and go hard there instead of trying to be all things in all places to all people. Absolutely. I want to say a quick hello to everybody watching oh, yeah. LinkedIn. The comments uh, don't aggregate into uh, the studio from LinkedIn like they do from the other platforms. Uh, but it's so great to see Mitch Jackson watching, John Conrad, uh, Brad Friedman, Rob Belisabis is there. Um, so many people, Angus, uh, Jay Garrett. I won't get to everybody. Nicole Sanchez, Crystal Murray, Jeff Friedman, uh, Jeffrey Fitzgerald. Uh, John Prado, a lot of people from the Blab days watching ah. too, which is which is great to see. If yeah. you have questions uh, for Jenny Q, she's going to come back for the post show. Uh, Dan Curry will be coming on in just a minute, and he'll be sticking around for the post show. Uh, so do uh, throw your questions in the chat, and we will go back and catch them and ask them in the post show. Um, in addition to the book, anything else uh, you'd like people to know or any way you want them to connect with you, uh, you can go to LivestreamDeals.com and check out the book, Leverage Live Streaming to Build Your Brand. Yeah, that's perfect. If they want to reach out to me, JennyQLive.com is just where everything is housed. So JennyQLive.com, boom. Sounds good. Thanks, Jennifer. Right. Ross, thank you so much. Always an honor. Thanks. Awesome having you on the show.